This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. Thank you so much to my patrons. They make this podcast possible and also very fun to do because we are able to interact on a private discord where we can talk, discuss topics, and just in general help each other collect the things that we want. So thank you so much to everyone who participates there. I couldn't appreciate you more. This episode is also brought to you by myself. If you haven't already heard, I've been working on a passion project called Cardfolio. It's going to be an app that'll let you scan your cards onto your phone and add them to your virtual binder. Your virtual binder allows you to keep track of not only what you own, but you'll also be able to keep track of what you need. Are you chasing a shadowless master set? If so, Cardfolio will be able to help you keep track of your progress towards your goal so that it makes it easier to achieve it. Cardfolio doesn't just catalog your collection and manage your collecting goals, it will also allow you to see your collection like an actual investment portfolio. This means you'll be able to see how much your collection is worth, how that value has changed over time, and how your collection value breaks down by item type. For example, how much do you have in raw cards versus slab cards versus sealed items? If all of this sounds like an app you would like to download, then join my early access waiting list. I'll keep you updated with app progress, mock-ups, and when it's available, early beta access. So it'll be fun and it'll be great. The link for the early access waiting list will be in the description below. So go ahead and sign up if that's something that you're interested in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to season three of the Geeked Out Collecting Podcast, where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we talk about it all. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Jess. So let's get started with collecting things that we love like damn adults. Here's today's episode. Okay, that's a lie. Let's not lie to my audience here. I'm just trying to figure out if I drank more in law school or I really... Okay, okay, I think I can answer this question. So, during like finals and midterms, I don't drink. But mm-hmm. after all of them, my goodness, I drank like... I I drank like, like I was the sink. No, I drank like I was the sink. Just keep pouring on to me. Because I, I really know how to party. Uh, mm-hmm. So I know. And um, so that was the best thing. <laughs> But that was a good question. I think when I am a little bit buzz and I go out and I party, I think I, I'm a little bit more open. I'm a little okay. bit more open. Okay. So see, but see, yeah. the reason why I ask is because I'm trying to figure out if you would be a good wing woman or not when I go to California. Because well, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I don't oh. approach people. I, I don't. That's not me. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Me. When you go to California, these people, they will just open up to you. And they'll be like, hello, welcome to California. So where are you going <laughs> to California so I can host? And you have I to don't... do Orange County, California. Orange County, California. I don't know. You tell me when I should go. I'm going to I'm going to Florida in August, so I can't go then. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it is it a good time to go to California in the winter? Or should I wait for like the spring? 
Like what's anytime. the weather out? Or anything? it's always hot. It's okay. always hot. My least favorite month is January because it tends to rain a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I do not, I, I'm not a rain person. I mean, <laughs> once in a while, it's okay. Like two days, but not a week. I'm not a big rain person. But anytime, anytime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anytime except January. Anytime except, except January. January. Okay. Except, okay. Except January. So January. So you let me know like a week in advance and we're going to go out <laughs> and I will plan and I will take you out to uh, whatever you like. Whatever you okay. like in California, it's like uh, bars after bars, and then we're gonna go out. I'm down. Out. I'm down. I'm down. Food. I, I love fun. food. I, I I will do all mm-hmm. the things. I I love like okay. Mm-hmm. So for the next year, for the next eighteen months at least, I think I'm gonna really try to make effort to meet happy people in real life. Ooh. Like literally, I just met Connor in real life a few weeks ago. He oh, was in Chicago. Good. We got to hang out. It was so much fun. It was weird because like I had never met him. But I felt like I met him. I felt like I knew him the whole time. Mm-hmm. So so it was really cool to meet him. And then in August, I'm going to a trade show, a card show mm-hmm. in Florida, mm-hmm. where I get to meet a whole bunch of people that I've interviewed before, like a whole bunch of uh, mm-hmm. people that I've bought from before. And I get to mm-hmm. meet them in real life. And that shit is really fun. Like, I'm telling you, COVID has me thriving because I've met so many people. Like, mm-hmm. like more so than normal. Anyways, random, real random rant that we've been going on. But I will let you know when I have something planned for California, because I would love to go, especially if I can squeeze in a trade show. Since, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been working on the app, and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to get that, you know, all taken care of. I've Mm -hmm. marketing for that. It's been a lot. But, you know, I will let you know, it'll be fun. Have you been to Disneyland in California? I have not. Is it fun? No. You're gonna go to Disneyland. I have a lot of friends that work at Disneyland. We can get we can get in all the time. I know a lot of hookups. No I, way I know ones. a lot of hookups. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're just not gonna <laughs> pay hundred. We're not gonna pay hundred and ten. We might get a, okay. a fast pass here and there, but there's gonna be wait lines, and we're gonna be like, oh my god, it's burning hot right now. But but I do want to do a giveaway at the end of the stream. So it'll be for later. Oh, okay, uh, cool. It'll be really yeah, great. Let's so it'll <laughs> be really great. So um, I'm really excited, but mm-hmm. California has opened up, and I want to know your perspective on this as well. California's opened up, and I think it was a June 15th or something. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my friends they have messaged me and they said, "Look, we're look, we're getting married. <laughs> this is our wedding. We're pregnant, or I'm pregnant, or you know, so forth, and maybe shower mm-hmm. time." So I squeeze in. Everything that I have not done or they are not, you know, haven't been able to do in the last year and a half or 18 months to like right away when they open up, like things just keep it up. And I found, you know, and I've noticed that like, hey, I've been slowing down, on, you know, Pokemon cards and I've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of life, life. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just want to know if that's something that you're experiencing too or just me. No, I- I've had to. Um we're in July. Um, God, the time passes so fast. In in June, I took a whole month off uh, for podcast stuff. Um, as far as as far as releasing things, I was still interviewing people because I wanted to prep for season three and have some content ready for season three. Um, but but yeah, um, I, I think in June, I was definitely feeling some burnout. Um, because it can be a lot of work, you know, for us to, to do content. And Honestly, it takes even more work for us to really, you know, put it out there. 
properly, <laughs> you know, in a way that can, can grow. And that's something that I've been taking the time to learn and figure out and just try to figure out those workflows. But yeah, I've been trying to spend time on life too. <laughs> like I had a meeting, a meeting, I had a wedding earlier this year, like in May with, for my cousin, I have another wedding coming up in September with bridal showers and all that crap in between all those things. I'm a very much a person where it's like, so, so we talked about that I'm an introvert. I'm like an introverted extrovert. And when it comes to things, I'm funny because like, oh, I got to get ready. Oh, I got to do the thing. I hate wearing dresses. I hate wearing dresses. My cousin's wedding was the first wedding. I did not wear a dress. I wore a freaking suit, girl. I wore a suit because I'm like, no, you got to send pictures. You got to send pictures. <laughs> I will. It was real cute. I had navy pants with a white blouse and then one of those uh it was like a salmon or like just a light pink um cotton blazer but it was like one of those 80s style ones so it was like an 80s kind of look where it was like long um you know it's kind of hard to see because the camera is so small but um it was really nice it was really cute I liked it I'll have to send you a pic for sure for sure it was real nice so, but, you know, anyways, I mean, as far as getting into Pokemon stuff, I know it has been a while since you've been doing Pokemon stuff, but, um, I mean, like, as far as, as Pokemon stuff goes, I guess, let me see, I'm trying to think of some things that have happened while you were gone. Let me see, let's give you a recap of what's happened when you've been gone. PWCC has been doing some pretty crazy auctions. There's some auctions going on right now for some really awesome cards, like uh, like a, a Masaki promo uh, card, one of the Gengars. Yeah, it's going real nice. Um, oh, I mean, it's probably going to, you know, end up selling for thousands, but. Um, hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's been pretty interesting. There's a lot of like there's a ton of Charizards that they're selling mm -hmm. right now. So we'll see oh. if the prices drop because there's literally like mm -hmm. 15 Charizards, graded Charizards in this block alone. So mm -hmm. I don't always pay attention to PWCC when the auctions happen, but it makes me wonder, you know, when when the same kind of card is selling all at once, surely the price is going to come down a little bit and retrace because we've been seeing a retrace for the past few months. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And um, by the way, you guys. Thank you to Jessica, who has been hooking me up with all these great guests. Rock Pokemon, Travis from Going Twice. All thanks to Jessica, okay? She is considered a true friend. So if you're watching, <laughs> like, subscribe, and follow her on Twitch, okay? I do not know where you're streaming this, but whatever you are, follow. I'm pretty sure that's the correct universal <laughs> term. Follow, subscribe, do whatever it is. She is an excellent friend you guys if you guys listen to her you guys are on the right path i love her just let you know she helped me so much not just from you know collecting from just collectibles but just to help me from a peer friendship and i absolutely love her so uh if you guys do uh, i vouch for this woman <laughs> there you go <laughs> i you. vouch for yeah so Aww. I wanted to talk to you because you hooked me up with Travis from goingtwice.com. And mm -hmm. I had him on. And he said, so he used a PWCC too. And he said that the cells, he had about 90,000 worth of, uh, when he had the PWCC, about 90,000 worth of cells that people did not pay for. 
90,000. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. He said it on the stream. And I was like, what? I was shocked. He's like, yep, 90,000. They were unpaid for. So I truly believe that is some type of shield bidding or some type of people just like, oh my goodness, or uh, just type of buyer's remorse, right? Or they're like, okay, we yeah. need to type something out and get it there. So that's 90,000. So, and you, of course, talk about data. And that's where we need to go. Like, hey, perhaps that card did not really sell for that price, right? Because mm -hmm. perhaps that card, someone just put a crazy amount of number and that's the card. And it's really hard, especially with collectibles because, and what you talked about, uh, perhaps, you know, getting, working on something with your app to find true and accurate data that really reflect somebody really paid for that product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. 90,000. Um, that is such a high number. It and is. I thought the other thing too, with PWCC, especially for those higher items, they're supposed to be vetted buyers, right? Like you can't That's just what be. I thought. That's what I oh. thought. But uh, apparently there's always buyer's remorse, regardless of who has it. I mean, I have it myself. <laughs> Trust me. I have buyer's remorse all the time. <laughs> I probably have <laughs> lots of things that I've done, you know? And it's, it's crazy and it probably accumulates, right? Probably accumulates yeah. and especially with all the hype that's going on and um, people with other type of interest can actually do and manipulate the market. So yeah, that's something that, mm -hmm. it, you know, and it kind but, of yeah. makes sense too, since we have been seeing like a 40% or more retrace. I mean, obviously some items are holding strong, but a lot of parts of the market, you know, have mm -hmm. been taking a dive, right? Um, you know, I guess, I guess, I, I, I guess it could be possible, you know, trying to, you know, artificially maintain the prices or increase the values. I mean, that makes sense. That's one mm -hmm. big challenge that I will eventually have to tackle that I have not mm -hmm. needed to yet, but is to figure out because if an app is going to be able to go in and, you know, pull sales data for, mm -hmm. Uh, a particular item the one thing i have not yet figured out is how do i validate chill bidding like how, exactly. how do i validate that mm -hmm. and, and i'm not i've not really uh figured that out yet um but I, but at some point i will my that's a problem for my future self now does not have to worry about that <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i mean god wow that just blows my mind you know i, I wouldn't have been surprised if the, he told me like 10%, maybe 20%. But that is 9,000. It probably is because he has a lot of, and he's, oh my goodness, that was one of the streams that I have learned so much. One of the best streams ever. And uh, I have learned all yes. the marketing and how people can make money. And I, that was one of the best things. And mm -hmm. also a very awakening stream because uh, the people that listen, oh, there you go. There's King Pokemon. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Gary? Hope you are well. Hope you are well. Oh, my goodness. We have King Pokemon on here. Hi, what Gary. Is, uh... Uh, Gary, you were in San Diego. That means you were two <laughs> hours away from me. Just to let you know. Ooh. Two hours away from me. Sounds like he could have visited. Exactly. Could have gone for drinks. Exactly. You know, and um, <laughs> I, I, Gary was so awesome on the stream. So awesome on the stream. And um, so uh, I went to school in San Diego, Gary, just to let you know. Uh, and I, I always make this joke. People in San Diego, they drive slow. My God. Or I drive pretty fast, but 
my goodness, people in San Diego, <laughs> they, they drive, drive so darn slow. I mean, because they're oh, driving those like real fancy cars, you know. Those I had really two fancy cars, there. they can't like you know. There, you there was be, no fancy car in San Diego. There's a lot of one way street <laughs> that's mm-hmm. in San Diego, so probably they drive slow because they might just. I might be on a one-way street here, which happened to me twice. So I'm a terrible. I'm just. I'm letting you guys know I'm a terrible driver. I fit all the stereotype of an Asian driver. I'm just. I am terrible. I got three speeding tickets in three months. <laughs> what fought, the hell? Yeah, I fought two of them out of three, and I won two. So technically, only one is my record. I'm terrible. I'm just terrible. I'm a terrible driver. I was about to ask you, how do you fight speeding tickets? But then I remember that you're a lawyer. And so you could just do that yourself. <laughs> oh, I have friends that can just go in and they do all this stuff. It was well worth it for me. A lot of love. They're very nice, beautiful. And so far, Aww. I love, oh, got it. Yeah, there's, um, uh, I think it's Encinito where they have uh, the San Diego Zoo and they have Safari. So it's really nice. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, that, that's going to be real fun. Oh my goodness, the kids would love that. That's mm-hmm. how could you not? That that's amazing. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. seriously, three tickets, girl. Come on, get it together. I, I, Here in Illinois, no. you have to take the test again, like the written mm-hmm. test. If you get a what? speeding ticket, yeah, oh it's like God. I it's would so fail. Silly. I would fail. It's the that written test. Thing. Come oh, on! <laughs> you never know what this. I'm very. I, I would. Do you know how? Uh, do you know how? Uh, what is it? Do you got? Do you watch Big Bang Theory? Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry. So <laughs> yeah. No, no, not at all. Sheldon Cooper when he was taking the written test, and then the lady, and he was just talking to the lady. He was like, blah 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 blah. This is not how it is. And then she just goes, stamp, get out of here. That'll be me. They're like, <laughs> they're like well, Aww. why can't I speed when the next person to me drives really slow? I don't get it. I'm like. <laughs> you know, and I, I think driving slow causes more accident. Anyways, I'll be like, it, just it let can. this crazy girl go. <laughs> it, it can for sure, for sure, absolutely. That's so funny. Oh my god! But so yeah. when I visit, we're mm-hmm. we don't have to drive anywhere. We can Uber. Let's just oh. Uber places. Yeah. We're okay. Gonna, cool. Trust me. When you come down to California, you just tell me when, what time, where you're staying. We will go. That's all. You and what type of food you like? Oh we my will god, go. all of it, all of it. We will go. go. Okay, we will go. The where you where you stay, <laughs> and we are going to have a fun time. We're gonna party. <laughs> we are gonna party. We're gonna party. But but you don't have to. Okay. So I, I was just telling how, and I hate to say this, you know, in a live chat, but usually, well, you know, they made a show in Orange County, and a little. The girls here in Orange County are a little bit more like a party type girl. And I love it. Uh, that's kind of like, I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to have fun. You that's know? your vibe. A little bit more, little bit more superficial. Mm-hmm. So um, notice that. And, uh, you know, we can go to uh, San Diego where the vibe is a little bit more chill. You know, oh, screw it. We'll go all over the place. <laughs> we'll go all over the place. I'll we'll go stay all over the place. For a whole week party. and we can just, hell yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Really? It'll be great. Are, really? Are you, I can be your wing women and you can be my wing women. Yeah. I'm. I, well, okay. So I, I will do my best as your wing woman. I don't know. 
but I, I will try. I will try. I, I won't be able to go up to people. Well, no, maybe I can because it's not me. You know what? I got you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we gotcha. We gotcha. We gotcha. But um, anyways, so I've been like, uh, but back to what Travis was saying, and I've learned so much, so much. That was one of the best dreams that um, I had. One of the best dreams that mm-hmm. I've learned. That's awesome. To He's make so business. knowledgeable. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And about and I one of the things that I have learned with the junk slaps, right? And I personally view them that he had some were just junk slap, as in these slaps are probably not going to sell. I mean, for yeah, uh, commons, dollar profit, correct, mm-hmm. right? But then mm-hmm. he goes, well, it accumulates. So eighteen dollars per slab, okay, fine, it accumulates. But compared to my time or maybe yours, eighteen dollar profit is not enough for me right mm-hmm. or people just a regular viewer who just it's not enough and um and so i was just doing and i was just thinking about it and i was like you know what so how do you even manage to make 18 dollars and be okay with it and he explained the whole process to me and uh, i want to share this with you guys as well <laughs> i'm mistyping everything <laughs> not drinking okay gary okay okay so um but it's okay I, if you are though <laughs> It's okay. okay if you are. It's okay. <laughs> it's definitely okay. Um, hopefully you got back to Vegas and it was a safe drive for you. And I bet you it's hot in Vegas. If it's if it's hot in California, it's probably burning in Vegas <laughs> right now or in Arizona where you live. But um, I've I've I it was such a great business model that he said. So for example, right? Um, he would open a pack or open up a box right and he does it on live and he does it i believe on what nap i've never what not what, what now what not what now what, 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 what not right i apologize if, if i uh um <laughs> uh mispronounced the app so he just basically by the time that he opens the pack for them or by the time that he opens the product for them the the buyers such as me and you he's already made enough profit for them to enough profit to actually sent to either CGC or you know or PSA whatever he decides to do, so it's already profitable by the time mm-hmm. he sends it. So he gets it back whatever he sells, pure hundred percent profit, right? And compared to me and you who has to go out open the pack, get the card, get the pay to get the card graded, so our profit margin is actually much. Uh, smaller compared to his and he's okay with undercutting the price right mm-hmm. yeah compared to me we're like okay look i spent this time i opened all these packs i need to get the best profit margin he goes well okay well it doesn't matter to here because i've this is completely already paid for yeah and that was what one of the best thing that i have learned and this is the best business model of um how you know to make money and Ashley shows you how hard is it just for me or you or just anybody that's new to this how can mm-hmm. how hard is it to make money and you're competing with the big guys out there and going yeah. twice is pretty big on eBay oh they're they're huge i mean i mean oh my gosh and you know what i love their 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 model i love their business model they they do mm-hmm. a lot of things right i mean everything mm-hmm. right probably in mm-hmm. my opinion um, because them, along with uh, a few other collectors, I know what mm-hmm. they do is their cost basis per card is so low. Sending yes. it to CGC in bulk for 6 yes. to $8, depending on how 
-hmm. you know, depending on how much the, uh, mm -hmm. you know, what they have to pay per card, depending on where they go with and before whichever price hikes, you know, you're looking mm -hmm. at maybe $18 a card or even less, right, mm -hmm. for whatever graded slab mm -hmm. for, for them in this case, because they bought so low. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the secret. The secret mm -hmm. to the hobby is you want yes. to buy lots, but then sell in pieces. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if I sell, you know, a $16 slab for $25, $30, $35, you look like you're getting a deal, mm -hmm. which you are, depending on the mm -hmm. card. Mm -hmm. And but 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 to me, you, you know, I'm still making my money on that. And, and I know for them, gosh, I mean, I've been watching them for a while. They just have a rolling, a rolling process of cards coming in, cards coming out. Correct. Um, they're always doing auctions. And honestly, you know, it, I, I really loved having a conversation with them too. Cause one of the things that they told me as well is you've got to trust the market, you know, like if you auction something that is probably a true reflection of what it is, as long as there's not show bidding and the people actually pay for mm -hmm. the auction, you know, all those things aside. But mm -hmm. I mean, being a true reflection of the market, that's just where it was at. And their cost basis is so low, then that's okay. They don't exactly. have to stress about each little individual As thing. Exactly. Exactly. Spot on analysis. Oh, hey, Tuan, how are you? Sending love <laughs> to you. And Hefe, bucks and six. Guaranteed. Bucks and six. <laughs> guaranteed. Guaranteed, Hefe. Guaranteed. guaranteed. I love that you're so into sports. I don't really oh, even I'm, know I, what I, you're oh, talking about. I you're talking about the Buccaneers, right? Huh? No, not the Buccaneers. No, the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, okay. I yeah, I only shit. like certain certain <laughs> certain type of um uh, certain type of um uh, I only like basketball and I think that's about it. Okay. Uh, that's about it. That's about it. Um You talk some mad shit. I do notice that. I do notice that. Look you at all these clippers. How can you how how can you not hype it up with all these, you know? Okay. I mean I had no so. idea who your team was, but now I know. <laughs> you had no idea that was oh yeah oh you know why i talk mad shit is because hefe here hefe here uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> so you see look at the comments kawaii to the lakers this summer how can i not talk look at that look at that i mean if you need to let loose right now it's okay <laughs> <laughs> no they see they they trolled me on my channel and i i i'm not gonna lie sometimes i totally deserve it totally deserve it but once but once i get something right my goodness the storm the storm's coming i would show them back i would troll them back but the terrible part thing is that i don't know when they're like trolling being me serious? Being serious? <laughs> i don't know i'm like uh but you know what just to let you know jazz pokegale is misinformed lebron is the <laughs> oh man Oh man, I feel like shots fired with that. He oh my goodness! Oh, I had I had Island Hustle on, and she she was talking about LeBron James, and she doesn't like him. <laughs> okay, everybody has their own opinion, right? People like right. blue, people like pink. It don't matter. And they were like going on and on and on and on. And then um, she's I a WNBA in, player, correct? Right? I, I was, yeah, and okay. I was just like. I I honestly I put gasoline in that because I was just saying let Enko and I was just I was terrible I am terrible my audience know how terrible I am so. <laughs> no I'm, I'm here for it they know they know how terrible I am but I am 
Anyways, we're going to go back to <laughs> hey, just <Casimo>. collecting. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you know, we were talking, okay, so we were talking about uh-huh. going twice and we were talking about their business model. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've talked about before is it all mm-hmm. matters on your entry point. How much Correct. you got the thing matters Correct. the most. Because yes. if if you got it for dirt Correct. cheap, Correct. it doesn't matter if there's a, you know, a retrace, you could still potentially make money. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's what a lot of things are happening right now. A lot of, um, so I think to me, in my honest opinion, it's, you people need to learn how to properly, and I will say it properly invest, right? There's a lot of things. There's a lot of suggestions. Okay, invest in this, invest in that. And I'm heading towards uh, the housing market property. And, and I've always used this. uh, Stud. Exactly. <laughs> well, who is stud? What is no, stud? you a stud? Because oh, it's a real uh, estate. You're like, oh, I, you know, and I've, I've always learned. Oh my goodness, I have something to show you guys that I took a picture of. I will. I'm gonna show Let's you guys. I'm gonna upload it on my Facebook, and I'm gonna show you guys. Yes. So I've, um, so I've learned about you know trying to learn how to flip houses and make and do. Because um, right now, how I make money is I completely live for free right now. Okay. So I, I got really lucky back then. I bought a house and it was, it came with a bunch of cats. Don't get me wrong. And I love cats. <laughs> it was about six years ago, about seven, no, seven years ago. Seven years ago, I bought a bunch of houses, a bunch of cats. I love them. Those cats are darn spoiled. But I got that house for a really good price, extremely good mm-hmm. price. And it was completely from a seller to buyer. So it didn't even go on the market because it was next to my mom's house. And so I got a great APR. I locked in the interest. So the house is now for rent. So I just, what I do is that I just double the house. I'm sorry. I just double the price for the rent, for the rental. Uh, and I just take whatever profit I have and I go towards my other place. And that's how I do it. So I mm-hmm. want, I want to learn about housing. And um, I, for my portfolio, I think with collectibles, I think it's going to be under like 10%. I'm not even, I don't even think I want to head back to collectibles anytime soon. And that's my goal. But I was just learning, and this is great when it comes to just making money because I I'm surrounded with these people. They're they they teach me right. They mm-hmm. go, okay, it's great. You bought a house. How much did you buy it for? How much is it to fix? How to do this? Are you in the end? Are you making money? Because yeah. they always say, look, you can buy this house way above marketplace. I'm sorry, market price, and you can put so much money into fixing the house up. And then you end up selling, you're, you're end up going to lose money. That's not how it is. What's the entry point? And this is exactly the same thing you apply with collectibles. Mm-hmm. Almost the same thing. And um, I've learned so much just doing that. Um, it depends. And it all depends. It's all pure calculation. It's all numbers. And I really wish the people that are out there trying to learn to invest or just learn how to do anything have the pure fundamentals that needs to be taught, right? And mm-hmm. um and I think people don't. And it's also another thing in the community is who do you trust, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you trust? And I've always told this, and it's always a quote that I've learned, and I've told you this in private, the best quote, you guys, is never ask a robber if you need a haircut or not, right? <laughs> because there's a conflict of interest there. And that's what's going on. It happens a lot in the collectibles, in just whatever industry there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned that a lot and it takes time 
and it takes a lot of practice of who you should trust and that and i've noticed especially in pokemon right now that i've I've noticed that i want to know you know if you notice this trend too if that perhaps you know there's a lot of conflict of interest when it comes to (laughs) people giving uh giving honest advice rather than just like hey you know what i'm thinking the underline of it all is me i'm trying to sell you something yeah yeah absolutely i mean i i definitely think there is some conflict of interest um mm-hmm. you know if, if someone's telling you about something hyping up a set hyping up a box hyping up something and then they're like oh by the way i've got some at my store buy them there you know my first question is hold up time out if i was them and they just told me to buy all these things why are they selling theirs that's the first question that comes to my mind oh i love it thank you yeah so you know i, I mean i i think that you know if that doesn't if that that doesn't pass the sniff test <laughs> in 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 my eyes so I mean, but, but it's a weird fine line too, right? Because, you know, as a creator, you try to manage education that you give, right? Information that you give. Um, and then if you are also a creator who sells, which is completely fine, it's completely fine to sell. There's no problem. But, but balancing those two things without conflicting them, them conflicting each other is, is a really hard line to go down. I don't think I can do it. I'm not really much of a seller, to be honest. I'm a terrible seller. I I just collect, 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 collect. So I guess, you know, I'm a great person to to sell too, right? But um, but yeah, I mean I mean, I, I think I think creators do probably to a certain extent struggle with that. But you know, oh, see you later, Gary. Thank you for hopping on. Bye, Gary. We love you. Um, so um but yeah, I mean, and, and you know, uh, Kosovo in the in the in the chats, we have a ton of chats. He's he's real great. He he knows so much. And I mean, honestly, kind of going back to something that you brought up before, people don't like it when you tell them they're not going to make money, and and you no, have to be honest don't. with them. They get mad. And I mean, they get mad. People don't like to hear the truth, and the truth does not sell. And there's tons of articles and books written about it. The truth does not sell, but. But love you too. Love you, Gary. <laughs> but the thing is that you got to understand from their perspective, right? When people put their hard time, I'm sorry, their time, sweat, and all that good stuff into <laughs> something, do you mm-hmm. really want to hear by somebody saying, "Dude, you're not gonna make any money. You're you yeah. you are not gonna make any money." And I completely understand. And I always tell my my audience this, right? People pay me, me, to get. I, what I always my joke is to a lot of people what do you do I make the rich get richer that's it that's my goal right that's uh-huh. the goal what I do the rich just get richer with me okay so I tell them this is like this is what I want to do okay what's the law for this what's the next what's the target plan right how do I protect myself and what's mm-hmm. this what's that and I would be like I this is terrible, right? This is terrible. You're not going to win this. this. You're not going to win this. There's no patent for this. This is just terrible. This is a terrible plan and goal. And they'll be like, what? You're negative. You you're are negative. You don't want me to succeed. You are this and this. And I'm totally used to it. Like, well, fine. You don't like to hear what I tell you. Okay. 
that's fine. <laughs> but you still, by the way, you still gotta pay me. So it'll be like, okay, you Available. know, regardless, like, okay, you still gotta pay me because people don't want to hear. I and I completely, and I completely, you know, understand because I'm pretty sure you can relate to that as well. I can, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I can, like I'll be like, whoa, don't tell me. I'll find out the truth later, and <laughs> I, I know. you know, and if and if you don't listen to me, you know, you know, sometimes I could be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I could be wrong, but if if you, but you know what, always, you know what's always the best teacher, experience and losing your money. <laughs> and and they'll come the back. They'll come back. And they'll be like, okay, so how do we fix this? And I'll be like, <laughs> well, my rate just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're a savage. Oh, you're a savage. <laughs> I just, you know, but that's the truth. And it's okay. You know, it's really, really fun. But I do, I do what I do and I am not going to change. And I am very firm in what I believe and what I preach. And I practice what I preach. Um, so, and it's really, really, it's, I see there's a lot of it, what's going on. Um, and I think it takes, um, certain type of people to eventually learn right maybe mm-hmm. they're maybe their best interest is not i'm sorry maybe listening to them is not the best interest for myself because maybe they have something involved and they want right mm-hmm. um, and it's also yeah. it's it's very 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 difficult in that aspect right and i love that you said it uh like okay if it's so great then why are you selling it to me Exactly. You want to keep you want to keep it to yourself, and if it's so great, why don't you do it? Exactly. Why don't you do it? If it's so great, why don't you do it? (laughs) Exactly. Like how you know how big is your position, right? How much Mm -hmm. of the market do you have? Then I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what I love about Rudy, and I can't remember if in the last conversation or not, I mentioned it. I'm sure I did. Ruby from Mm -hmm. Rudy from Alpha Investments. I don't know if you had checked him out or not, but he's he's a guy. I really like because he's honest. He used to be a financial advisor. So he actually Mm -hmm. like, that's how he approaches his business, Mm -hmm. his investing in collectibles. And also he discloses his positions on things. Like he says, I'm going to continue to build a position in this, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes with some product that he pushes, he keeps like a little portion of that set aside so mm-hmm. that he can sell that to patrons because I'm a part of his patron. And so he's been, you know, a really great um, access point to certain types of product that I can't get mm-hmm. or it, it's hard to get um, at, at better distributor, um, mm-hmm. you know, level prices. But he discloses those things too. Like, hey, this is what I see in the market. I've got a decent position in this. You know, this is what I think go and do whatever the frick you're going to do because you're an adult and you're going to do whatever you want anyway. But, you know, this is what I'm doing. So. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I've i always noticed, and, you know, there's a lot of people that I talk in the hobby and, you know, between closed doors. And I, I've learned that a lot of people don't really disclose whether they're sponsored or what they, don't. they really have. They it's don't. It's not clear. They don't. It's not. It is not clear. And I've noticed that a lot a lot mm-hmm. and that's where personal interest is extremely conflicted and i always mm-hmm. tell my honest i will be lying to you guys if i tell you everything that i have have if it goes down to ten thousand dollars i will be mm-hmm. depressed i'll be so upset that's 
honestly, honestly, the truth. And I feel like sometimes it does happen to me, right? Um, but and I've I've talked to Squeaks. I love Sean, by the way. You are amazing. And we had a talk, and he just said, as long as you do the right thing, you are going to continue to grow, and these people are going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. And he's a very successful man, successful. And I see that. I'm like, I'm going to follow in your footsteps. And um, he's built a I'm decent gonna... size audience. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. oh yeah. And he has one of the biggest fan me. So and I, <laughs> I I absolutely agree with him because eventually people are going to learn. They're going to find out. They're going to be like, you know what? We're going to leave. And I always tell a lot of the you know I always tell people that. Pokemon cards or any type of collectibles, it's a luxury good. People can do it, get rid of it, stand up and say, you know what? I'm done. Not they can go to zero tomorrow. So that's exactly true. That's exactly mm-hmm. true. And people can lose their job, and not to sound negative, but people can lose their job. People can lots of things. You know, like my great friend Kat, who just started a fa- you know, has a started a family. He says, Nope, mm-hmm. I'm selling it priorities and that's why i said mm-hmm. why are you quitting she goes priorities i'm like oh okay and that's it but what people don't understand that this is just a hobby right this is just luxury good people can get up people can sell that's it and that's how i always approach that and mm-hmm. how i see um so when there's people that are out hurting the hobby they it, it's not right and it's not it's not right in my eyes because you want people to stay in this hobby you do mm-hmm. in any type of hobby you want people to stay in and not leave mm-hmm. because people can easily make up their mind and says nope selling it off never coming back never never coming back and we have seen that you know when pokemon went in the 1990s got really really popular and in how many years for it to become this popular Oh again. my God. Yeah. Again, again, right? Again. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the argument people say, well, you know what? People leave, but they'll come back. Well, how many years did it take? <laughs> how many years it took did a it long take? time. A long time. It took a yeah. long time. And, um, and that's what I have completely learned. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I've, I made a couple of mistakes here and there. I have um, two. It happens. It, you know, I, I have, I've, I've made a couple of mistakes. I've learned from it a lot. And I've also learned to be patient. Uh, don't get me wrong. Sometimes patient did not pay it off. But I would say a lot of times, like 90% of the time paid off. Like I was waiting some, uh, some vintage booster boxes. I was like, you know, it might go down. It didn't. So yes, but most of the like time with modern cards, oh, it went down. I saved a lot of money doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I mean, but but like what you had said, though, earlier, sometimes experience is the best teacher. And sometimes you really, though, you really need those punches in the face to really learn those lessons. I mean, even even entry point, even recently within the last six or so months, I can't remember. But here, I'll, I'll show you really quickly. Give me one second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. It was weird. Anyways, so just recently I bought a grail of mine. 
and it's an excellent piece okay. to have in any collection. But after the fact, I realized that I paid way too much for it. You know, I, I paid the price, right? And so uh -huh. when it comes to, you know, the growth of this item, I may or may not actually see growth. Who knows? Possibly. But anyways, so I just bought this within the last six months, right? So this is going to be a shadowless pack with the Venusaur art. Great. I love Very it. Very nice. Venusaur. This is really uh -huh. nice. PSA 10. This is great. And is that the, the modern casing? No, it's not, right? No, no not. this is this is old. This is, this is the in the two hundred. Yeah, it. this is an old cert. Um, this is actually I, I noticed looking at the APR for this on PSA, when you look at the certification lookup, um, this used to be a Pokemon Rev uh pack. Yeah. Yeah, it was Pokemon Revolutions, one of the first owners and early sellers. So um, but yeah, anyways, I mean, this is fantastic. It's great. It's definitely a holy grail of mine because I have a special affinity for the shadowless cards, you know, and, and, and it's great and it's amazing. But after the fact, so following one of my principles, which is if you're not hundred percent sure how to buy what you're buying, buy the graded version so that then if you want to buy the raw version, you have a graded version to compare to because it's authenticated. It's real. You can trust it. Well, for this, something that I learned for the shadowless, there's like a 50-50 chance that this pack is not shadowless because this is a short crimp. So something that I learned, I didn't realize that I needed to look at the crimp of this because I'm thinking, okay, this is authenticated. I'll be good. You know, this is the real thing. You know, PSA has in the past graded things that were fake. You know, that's happened, especially with the vending series cards. Uh, they're the, like a Japanese series. Um, really great set. I, I love those cards and they've been known to grade, you know, fake ones. But what I didn't know is that I needed to really learn about the pack first before buying the authenticated version because, yeah, it's it's an authentic Pokemon pack. Yeah, it's probably not, you know, tampered with, but the crimp is a real tell. So if it's a long crimp, it's a hundred percent for sure. It's a shadowless pack, but now with this, cause it's a shorter crimp, it's only about 50% chance of it being shadowless. And the only way I know for sure is to open it. So with that being the case, it's risky, right? So I should have paid a lot less. I paid 1700 for that. I should have paid a lot less. I know. Wow. That's I know. Okay. It's okay. You know it's, it's, it's lesson learned. Nothing can be exactly. That. Exactly. You know, it's, uh, this is something I learned from my uh, hobby friend, Joel. I, I like how he said this, you either win or you learn. And that's, I've learned that I've got to be stricter on the price. Now, recently, I, I want to say those packs and even the actual long crimp packs have sold recently for anywhere between 1100 to 1300. So, it, it it really hurts. <laughs> it really hurts, but you have to feel that because then you come with, you know, like an energy the next time. It's like a different energy the next time. And um, yeah, I guess you're right. I should just open it right now, huh? I should just crack it open. Yeah, we just got to <laughs> open it right now. Then no, weird. <laughs> That's really, really funny. Hefe is, what do, how do I say this? He likes to stir up things. I always watch an eye on him. I'm, uh, I love it, though. He's so funny, though. He likes to stir up controversy. Most of my rant are because of him. So, <laughs> Hey, oh, I like goodness. it. I like it. This is I, good. 
controversial man here. <laughs> but um, but you know what about that experience, right? Because me and you, we are true collectors. We've been doing it for a while. I've seen your collection, right? <laughs> me and you, we've been doing it for a while. Look, we take that loss. Great, we moved on. But how many other people cannot take that loss? Mm, how many people yeah. can't take that loss, yeah. right? By listening to people, influencers, YouTubers, who actually just not saying the right thing and they end up losing money how right especially people that just came in due to the pandemic and realized you know what i like pokemon but money is really loud money talks loud they talk a different language between me, me you and i different, <laughs> right different yeah different trust me you and you have followers gary has followers i have followers pokeref has followers you know what have the most followers money Money, <laughs> money, period. Absolutely. A, a financial attorney here. I'll tell you something. Money <laughs> has the most follower, right? Mm -hmm. You take that loss. If I take that loss, I take a mistake. I said, you know what? I still love the hobby. I'm doing it because I'm a long-term collector and I love the hobby. But people that just, like I said, that just came in here learning this, they see this, they're like, oh my God, I just lost the money. This is not cool sell it get up and they leave that's it yeah and we just want yeah. someone there so it that's why it's so imperative it's so imperative that people got to start off the right track right the right mm -hmm. track because look if they're in it the thing is that it has to be a quick balance because i'm almost positive that you even though this was a mistake you have made more positive moves towards your collecting mm -hmm. goals than this mm -hmm. right so Hopefully this was a small mistake, but all it's outweigh you know, all the positive outweighs this. This is what I'm hoping. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And and you know, with the great thing too with those losses, cause cause I will even say, you know, we don't talk about it that much in the hobby, maybe, but obviously something that's talked about a lot in financial is opportunity loss, right? You know, putting your money in the right place for the right growth, you know, the most growth that it can get. I mean, that's important. And, um, you know, I've had those kinds of losses in the past too, where I really believed in something, but I was scared and I should have gone in harder, but I didn't. And I lost because I could have netted more, but didn't because I didn't go in it hard enough. I mean, that's happened to me a number of times across a number of different things with Fortnite that's happened to me. And, and Cosmo and I kind of have these conversations because he's a sports guy too, um, you know, in baseball cards. But uh, there are some players that I'll kind of follow and buy cards. I'll buy their rookie cards that I think are going to do well, right? It's a little, it, it can be risky because, you know, if they don't pan out as a player, you know, then the cards probably aren't going to net you much um, over a period of time. But I mean, you know, for players that ended up doing really well, I didn't go hard enough on their cards. I mean, there is this one particular card I bought for 45 bucks a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, because uh, COVID has got me, I lose track of time because COVID, year of COVID doesn't feel the same as any other year, but um, like time-wise, but that card is now selling for around 200 to $230. So talk about, talk about profit. Like, so, so to your point, nice. you have losses, you have wins. And, and so, you know, those things, knowing about those things and then applying them for the future, honestly, 
you know, just because maybe you missed the boat on this one thing, but there's going to be other boats. And so will you actually apply what you've learned in those cases? Right. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think this applies towards this life in general, uh, definitely in general. So, you know, that's what it is. And I love it. And I've, don't get me wrong. I've made a lot of mistakes <laughs> throughout my life. A lot, a lot. Yeah, sometimes it takes one, twice, a little Last too week, many. I drank too much vodka. <laughs> too much. Yeah, I'll never do it again. Okay, you want to hang out? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so this is really random. You want to hear a funny story though? Okay. So last okay. year, this okay. is this is a drinking story. This is completely has nothing to do with nothing other than the partying that we were talking about. So last year another cousin was getting married. I have a shit ton of cousins and they're all getting married. Um, oh, likewise. And pregnant here. <laughs> oh God, the pressure. Anyways, um, so last year in September, they got married and they had an open bar. And I am, like, I have a lot of dude cousins. I have a ton of dude cousins. And, and I'm like one of the guys. Like, I don't know, that's how I am. When I'm around guys, I'm just like one of the guys. And anyways, long story short, I took too many shots. The drinks weren't even like the shots weren't even that good. I mixed shit. I got way too drunk at my cousin's wedding and I was puking for all night. I was hungover all night. This was like college all over again. And I'm like, what is my deal? So ever since then, I literally, I literally have not drank ever since then. It's about oh to be a year. Goodness. Wow. That is terrible. I'm really sorry so, that happened to you. It, it it was me because I was being a dumbass. So like long story short, because we've been talking about partying and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know that if I come visit you, I will be able to drink because it don't kind mix of- alcohol. Don't <laughs> mix alcohol. That's the thing. When you vomit, you're usually mixing some type of alcohol. I think that's what you did. Did you mix alcohol? Don't ever mix I did. beer with you. That's what you did. Well, you mixed alcohol. And liquors. I mixed liquors too. That's Browns that's and clean liquors. There you go. That's and where. I, 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 all the mistakes. Look, okay. Again, going back to applying mistakes in the future, like the lessons in the future. I know all these things. I went to school, right? And mm-hmm. I did not apply these lessons. I did not eat enough. I did not pace myself. I mixed my liquors. I also drank. Be- I was just being a dumbass. And it's I'm okay. 30, 33 and I did it. And I, w- I was, anyways, okay. So I don't know if I'll drink when I go to California. I don't know because it makes me queasy when I smell it and I think about it. Like even almost a year. But but hopefully hopefully maybe I'll get to a point where it'll be okay. You know, when we're hanging out. Um mm-hmm. We got totally sidetracked, but, but I mean, going Uh back to, Mm -hmm. to some advice, like, like you've seen a lot of people in the hobby giving some really bad advice. What's like the worst piece of advice, like that someone, you've heard someone say, I want to hear it. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. The worst piece. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know about the worst. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if I want to drop names, but I'm not going to do it for your channel. You don't have to. It's okay. I'm not going to do okay. it. Oh, drink just drink liquor straight up. See, Hefe gives up the controversy. just wants you, to kill us. You Thank know you, what? Hefe. Just you know what? try to kill your favorite two. I should have sent you a bottle of alcohol before doing this so that you could have it for the stream and just drink it straight up. Say, well, I one fuel you a source, bottle. that's it. One yeah, fuel see? source. If you do beer, baby girl, you got to do beer. That's it. 
you know, beer. Beer takes time, but uh, anyways. Um, but okay, so that's a really good question. Okay, and I hate to say this. Okay, I hate to say this. But I apologize. I'm gonna say I apologize if you guys are offended by this. Take my sincere. I I apologize. Beer is trash. <laughs> um, I apologize. But I want to say this, but there are a lot of gullible people out there. A lot, a lot of gullible people. My God, my goodness. Okay, so there was this one YouTuber, and he was selling cards on YouTube. Okay, he was selling cards on YouTube. I'm just gonna throw out this card okay this is just an example this is not the card he was selling okay it was a psa graded card okay psa graded card and it was a psa 9 i believe so and his his channel is filled with people that are very naive don't know anything about pokemon they probably got back in because he was opening packs for them so they don't know about the serial number for psa nothing at that mm. i do because i was watching it so so he opened the card. He bought it on eBay, obviously. He opened the pact, okay? And he looked at the card, and he wanted to sell it to his audience. Okay, he wanted to sell his audience. And I was like, hmm, you know what? I'm going to double check if I can see that card on eBay. I just type it in, that card, okay? Mm -hmm. Just type it in that card. Serial number matches. Mm -hmm. And I okay. don't remember the exact number. I, You know, I probably... I don't exact amount, but I think he bought it for seven hundred dollars. Okay, it was like a sold like a week or two away. He sold, he bought it for seven hundred dollars. I looked at the serial number; it matches, and he was selling it to his audience for thirty five hundred dollars. Two weeks, thirty five, and so he was telling his audience this. Okay, he was telling his audience this, and he was telling his audience this, and I saved that guy. I saved him. I eventually I got blocked later on, so uh, <laughs> because I saved that guy because I saved him money. He was it was he was trying to sell it for like twenty seven or thirty five. I forgot what the number was. Something stupid so though. Something ridiculously dumb. He goes to them. He goes, "This card is undervalued, right? This card is undervalued. This card is going. It's gonna go up. Okay, to the moon." You got you got to buy this card and I'm going to sell you this card for 30. I'm just going to throw out 3,700 or 3,700, right? Jessica, you're, you're pretending you're that audience. You're that audience member. I'm like, <gasps> Jessica, you are going to buy this card for 3,700. This card is going to go up to $3,700. So you are going to buy it for 3,700. Take my money. That is the stupidest. People are so gullible. <laughs> that is stupid. You never, never listen to me, you guys. You never, never, never want to buy a product for what you think the potential is you buy the product future what, pricing you bought the product for what it's worth now that mm -hmm. is not investment okay market you, or under market exactly that is not investment people that is just not investment <laughs> all right okay that is not investment that's, that's just spending that, money that, did, did someone buy that i luckily and i went to verbank and i typed it in it was a psa card i forgot what it was I typed mm. it in. I privately messaged that guy on Discord and said, dude, don't buy that price. Don't buy that card. That guy's just ripping oh, you off. He's just trying to make mm -hmm. thousand off of it. Send him to Verbank. And he bought that card from, I think, Verbank later on. That mm. See, that's the scam, right? P 
people mm. see gullible people fall for that you guys they do they 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 he 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 fall for that right people gullible people fall for that they'll be like okay so okay so you think this card is undervalued yeah that card is completely undervalued okay so i should pay for never you never pay for any potential um mm -hmm. never that's the number one thing with just one of the fundamentals you never pay for the potential value a house that could be flipped could be cost eight hundred thousand. it could be nine hundred thousand. but right now in that condition is that in it's a shithole uh, that's what my <laughs> boss always said right that card is a shithole that house is a shithole i am not paying for this much if i flip it and someone pays for it okay that could be market value right mm -hmm. that could be market yeah. value for that time and only that time you never mm -hmm. want to pay for the prevent the like i could talk potential market value of anything and based mm -hmm. on what based on what if it's exactly based on what right why, based why do you on think what that? you're thinking why do you think that based on what and i thought that was the biggest one of the scummiest and that's completely misrepresentation in my eyes right completely mm -hmm. uh and people are so gullible where they really believe that and they think okay if i pay for this card now he has that card he pays for that card it's just gonna go up with no potential i'm sorry with no factual just this card is just no data really, no nothing no data nothing this card it just under it's just undervalued it's just gonna mm -hmm. go up mm -mm. right when you invest and especially with entry point it is so darn important right so darn important right that and that, that it's like how is that an investment channel when you're just sitting there blatantly ripping people off that's not an investment mm -hmm. you're not that is straight out a conflict of interest com completely conflict of interest and that was not helping that was helping the youtuber's pocket that, mm -hmm. that one of, that was one of the worst advice i've ever heard are they a big youtuber pay. are the, are they big or uh yeah he's He's he has a gaming channel and a lot of people that came over to his gaming channel and he is so crazy. And I started to notice what he was doing. <laughs> I started to notice he was doing. So I would privately message the people that he was just trying to rip people off on, on Discord. <laughs> I was privately messaging him uh, people. And then one uh, person thought I was crazy and did not know what I was doing and thought he was a Pokemon expert, was crazy, and then told him. So he private messaged mm. me on Discord. He private me messaged me on Discord. And he said, "I am creating. I have like fake accounts. So if you, yeah, I have fake accounts. So if I just want to make sure there's, I'm gonna imp implement fake accounts, and um to make sure that you are not doing this and not. I'm like, what? That is a site. That's he's psychopath. doing fake okay. accounts because he's beefing his numbers. Exactly. You know? So he's like, he has fake accounts. So if, if I sit there and I message one of his accounts, he knows that I'm not helping. So there you go, right? There you go. Mm -hmm. So that's how you, yeah. that's just straight up shady. And um, I know, luckily, back then when he started that channel, I'm blocked now completely. Uh, but he started, he started that channel. And uh, a lot of the viewers, they left. They would not, they, they left. I think only maybe two went back. But a lot of the viewers and the buyers, they are out of Pokemon. They lost so much money listening to his advice and be believing in that and not understanding the fundamentals. If you are really investing, how do you mm -hmm. invest? And that's where people need to teach how to invest. You never, never 
pay for any potential type of market, period, right? And that mm-hmm. number was so arbitrary. 3,700 or whatever number he threw out. Why? Why that number? What yeah. data to back it up? That was so arbitrary. And um, that was one of the worst investment advice I've, I've, I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. There was, there was more. There was more. And it all came from this one, that, that YouTuber. There was, there was totally more. <laughs> totally totally yeah wouldn't totally be surprised more. if he's trying to scam his 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 viewers like that i mean that that's so oh, that's what's interesting scam. yeah you know and, and what's really interesting is how the next few years are going to play out because so mm-hmm. much fraud is happening on the internet now for uh-huh. example um what is it called the phase clan one like a like an esports team um an esports team a few of those members were caught pumping and dumping crypto on their social yeah you know what mm-hmm. i'm talking about yes yeah I do. so so i don't think they're being held accountable for any charges of fraud i know i think one of them might be suspended from their team but long story short they got found out so you know i think it's going to be really interesting to see how the next few years play out for those kinds of creators and influencers who you can prove that they're scamming they're frauding their visitors, you know. I mean, for a while, I used to listen to that channel, CoffeeZilla. Do you know who I'm talking about? It's a, Not at all. It, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, long story short, he talks about, um, you know, like entrepreneurs that sell you courses or things like that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and like sell you gurus. solutions. Yes. yes. The gurus, oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. We'll talk about those too. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, there's so much scams out there. So much, mm-hmm. so much get rich scams out there. Be careful, you guys. Be careful. I Seriously. be careful, you guys. I have seen it, and people are falling for it. Oh my goodness, they are falling for it. It's they so are. Sad. That's what I meant for gullible people, and that's sad because it's predatory. These people are in the worst condition of their life, right? It's so predatory, and you're sitting mm-hmm. there like, "Hey, let's get rich," and that's oh. My <laughs> And that, yeah, it's so bad. Oh, um. Anyways, keep going. I do have something to tell you guys <laughs> afterwards. Keep going. Keep going. Hell yeah! But yeah, no. I mean, that's really the point. You know, um, being disastrous monetarily, um, and then also, you know, promoting products that they claim to cure things like cancer or things like COVID. You know, those are especially scary, um, because that could impact someone's life in another way. You know, not just financially, but yeah, it, it, you got to watch out. That y'all. is terrible. That is terrible. Yeah. And for these guys who are giving out uh, financial advice on YouTube and stuff like that, uh, you know, claiming it's the free market. And that's what they will say. They will defend themselves. They're like, hey, you know what? This is this is the free market. I can do whatever I do. Dude, actually, the free market is actually pretty much really regulated. If you really look into it, right, it's really, really regulated. You got to have certification. You just can't say and then blankly tell someone, invest stock in Pokemon, invest in this and that. You got to be certified to even say what's going or on. Or else. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. because if you have a certification, yeah. you have a fiduciary responsibility, right? Exactly. A fiduciary responsibility. And there's no conflict of interest. And these guys, when they give these advice, it's, you know what the conflict of interest? I'm sorry. You know what they have in mind? It's for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Here, uh, no. I'm not, you know, no BS. That's themselves. And I, I recognize all these tactics that I've learned. 
all of this when I was in uh, law school, all of this, they were just selling it. And these are just people that relied on them, okay? That relied mm-hmm. on them. And back to with the free market, right? Uh, and they're like, oh, it's a free market. But you know what? That's not like, again, I, again, it's definitely not true. Very regulated. They don't understand that. And they're just sitting out just doing this. So if you're in Orange, okay. So I don't know whoever is here in Orange County, but I forgot I was following this, um, this case. I was following this case about, I think it happened about two, three years ago. So very predatory. It was a, a place that can do, that can reduce student loans, right? Reduce oh. federal student loans. So people can come in and just apply and said, hey, I want for you guys to help me reduce my student loans. All of this stuff. So they eventually shut down because the court was like, you guys are scammers. You guys are just scumbags. You guys are scamming people that needed help the most. But anyways, the court shut it down. I think the company was in Irvine. I'm not too, I forgot what it was. It happened two or three years ago. But how they market themselves, okay? So me and you, we can go to the federal website and apply and to get our federal loans or student loans reduced easily, okay? Okay, I would not say easily, but yeah, if you read the instruction, it's pretty simple, straightforward to get it back. So how they advertise to, let's say somebody that don't understand how to do with this, like a, a very someone that just got out of law school or got out of a medical school, they're like $100,000 or more in debt. And they said, you know what? I'm struggling. I need my federal loans reduced and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how these guys who were advertising and I followed the case and they would train their sales rep to advertise like this. So I can come in, I signed up to the program. It was like a thousand dollars plus to fill out the paperwork and you're paying them for their service. Even though someone, me and you can go to the federal uh, loan government and sort of the federal website and just apply on our own. But how the courts found it, it was misrepresentation. It was perhaps lying, misleading to the audience was how they. Yeah. False advertising. Yeah. Yes. So they will say things like this when this is their sales pitch they will say things like this i'm pretending i'm your you know you're uh, somebody that is gullible and you're very predatory i'm like, gullible. gullible like jessica <laughs> you got to hire us because you know you bought you you hired a cpa to do your taxes right you're gonna hire us pay us a thousand dollar initial <laughs> down payment <laughs> pay us a thousand dollar initial right you wouldn't want anybody to do your paperwork for you right you hired a cpa you hired an attorney you hired a doctor to, to make sure that you're doing it right you hired us to do it oh the court found it was extremely misleading this is completely against public policy and they're like you guys are taking advantage of people like this shut down that company and mm-hmm. you know the same thing that's happening with a lot of youtube channels are just streamers they're going out and these people they're coming in and they don't understand pokemon they're relying on their advice their financial advice and i see that happening where like that one youtuber just straight out honestly just lying to them that was just a pure lie making up numbers making up sales like what is going on to get these people because they they don't know they you know they don't they're they don't know where to start they're new to pokemon to me that's just sad Sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I, I mean, I think it definitely matters more, not how much you make it, but how you make it. How much you make, but how, you, yeah. 
Yeah, I said it right. Um, yeah, I think that's crazy important. Um, I mean, because you can also be held accountable in the future. I mean, it doesn't seem like many people right yes. now are being held accountable. I mean, even going back to that sale of the fake box from Bald Guy, you know, crypto. Oh, bro. yeah. Oh, like yeah. that was a huge sale. Our ten thousand dollar ticket to guy and but yeah 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 yeah. Like like how is the would it be the FBI I think that 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 does have a division for fraud like that I can't remember. Whatever governmental agency I don't know how they haven't investigated that yet because of how big it was. I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't that public, even though like we're Pokemon people and, you know, that's our world and it's a big thing for us. But I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like in the future that could be that could be something that they should worry about, because even back in the 60s or 70s with the Honus Wagner card. Right. Do you know the Honus Wagner baseball? Yes, card? yes, yeah. yes. Andrew Pricey yeah. uh, was on my uh, show and I, I was on my stream. I learned so much. My goodness. Hell gracious. yeah. Nice. Nice. But you know, the the Honus Wagner card, I can't remember when he was officially held accountable. And I don't know if he was put in, put to jail or he had consequences, right? But long story short, he owned a Honus Wagner card. And he had very, very gently sliced the sides so that it would appear, appear better. And he sold that then, you know, without disclosing that, right? And then, so it got found out, you know, experts can see that, okay, this card is in fact, you know, been tampered with. I mean, because Honus Wagner, I don't know if, I want to say it might be like a graded at its highest condition is probably the most valuable